In a world where there are many sports podcasts, one stands above them all. Three teams, two leagues, one dream. It's Triple Threat with your hosts, Jeremiah, Eric, and Sam. And they only have one question for you. Are you ready for some football? Hello. Uh, okay. Uh, let's do this. Okay. And we are back from break. Brought to you know, by Anchor. The best and only way to make a podcast. That's but you right. already knew that. That's right. Well, I guess we should start the ranting. <sighs> Ranting. <laughs> we always love us some good ranting, everybody. Just letting you know if you're new to this uh, podcast episode yeah. or podcast, we love us some good ranting. And if you are, I don't know. Just if you want to keep listening, just do whatever you can to keep up with us. Yeah. Um, I don't hey. know. We're on so many platforms, and they have so many different ways of keeping up with us, so. Yep. Just do what you can to keep up with our podcast. If you like um, opinions, heavy opinions, and uh, funny, funny moments, or at least what we consider to be funny. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Funny or strange or weird or like something. (laughs) Something like that. Okay. Kansas City going to Kansas City. No, you, you got you to gotta say it like the announcer. Kansas City! Kansas City! What okay. the heck are you doing? Thank you. <laughs> well, okay. Give them credit. They tried on Tyreek, but they couldn't do nothing with that because Devontae Adams decide to screw it all up. So Raiders right now are like, not only did we just get a good receiver, but we forced one out of Kansas City. You know, like they're all happy and joyful right now while Kansas City fans are wondering why why they're in this position and why they may actually lose to the Raiders this year. We won't. It's, it's Las Vegas. They'll find some way to screw it up. But um, let's not get into let's not get into old rivalries. Um, basically, oh. Kansas City. Let's talk. <laughs> Where so, to begin? Let's start with the news that came out about two days ago. Of the a, whole Tyreek Hill thing. Yes, Tyreek Hill. This is what. This is the main centerpiece around the Chiefs and their offense. And they did not try to go out there anyone in free agency, and rightfully so. They have, like, like big names. And they right. had a lot of holes to fill, and they couldn't get bring back Tyron Matthew on a deal that he wanted, but they brought in Justin Reed on a cheaper deal, basically. 
and he's 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 younger, so I mean that that makes sense as well for the future. But they they decided to go instead and franchise tag their offensive tackle instead of Tyran, which which makes sense because he's young and they need protection for Matt or for sorry guys. Mahomes. Thank you. Sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm no, you're good. You're still and recovering they, from sickness. You yes. are fine. I'm fine, I guess. I'm fine now, yeah. I'm feeling a lot better. But also, uh, thank Go ahead. No, I was I was just saying awesome. Oh, awesome. Yes, awesome. Thank you. Uh but anyway, yeah, they besides that, they, they really haven't gone after anyone for agency because they haven't had a lot of cap space and they're trying to save it for rightfully so, now knowing they're trying to extend Tyreek Hill, which Honestly, I kind of feel like maybe it was their fault in the sense that they didn't get this deal done sooner before the Devontae Adams trade. Because yeah. if they had it done before then, maybe, maybe, and I don't know if they, I don't know if they could have avoided this. Maybe not. Maybe Tyreek was wanting to wait. Maybe his agent was. I don't know. Maybe he thought, hey, there's going to be some big rumblings pretty soon because of free agency, you know. Maybe let's just wait this thing out and raise his price. Well, honestly, I think Tyreek may have screwed himself. No matter if he's going to go to a good offensive-minded coach in Miami with a young quarterback, he still has not got a Patrick Mahomes. I know the West is loaded right now, but the East is loaded as well. I mean, you've always got the Patriots. I mean, you're not going to count them out until Bill Belichick is gone and retired or whatever. Right. That whole dynasty is gone, and they're starting a new one. But and, and then you also got the Bills, who they just got Vaughn Miller, and their their defense is always good. Now that's got a actual legitimate pass rusher, because Jerry Hughes and everyone else there was really not cutting it last right. year. And I mean, they do have a first round pick in Gregory Rousseau, and they can develop him as well. But it's just they they needed that pass rusher, that game changer like Vaughn Miller, and that's what they got. And I think that's going to change an element to the defense that's going to make them very deadly come next year, very deadly on all three levels, secondary, linebackers, and defensive line. But anyway, and their offense is good too. But the Dolphins, I mean, like the only team that you're going to be able to possibly win all two games unless something happens, which, I mean, you you can never – expect everything to be a cakewalk with bad teams, but the Jets, like, they may beat them twice. Yeah. They will go one and one They may lose both of them. I don't know. I don't know how the Dolphins are going to fare next year because they've got good players, but, like, they still got holes. Like, you can't say that just because Teron Armstead signed with them, they're going to have the best offensive line or top five in the NFL next year. Right. That's just one player. Like, he's good. Don't get me wrong. Like, he, they said he's, like, the best free agent – in the class, but like that's just like that's that's not gonna fix everything. So Tyreek going there, yeah, they they have a really good receiver, but I just, I mean, they could make the playoffs. They could do good. I don't know, but like you're not gonna get Patrick Mahomes back, man. You're you you. I have an idea. You're you're probably not gonna ever get another quarterback that plays like that again. Like yeah. I'm just, Let's see back in free agency sometime. I don't know. Just if he if he begs himself to if he begs 
All all it takes is one bad season, and then a team wants to get rid of you. That's true. So if he flops in Miami next season, and then they decide, hmm, maybe we don't want him for the next three years, and, you know, they trade him back to KC for like a fourth. Ooh. Ooh, he had to do better. I will happily take him. And then we will have Marquez Volga-Scantling, Tyree Kill, and McCole Harden. Ooh. And Juju, maybe. Maybe. Also, no. Well, hey, listen. He said he doesn't (laughs) get around Jackson Mahomes. I have respect for the man, okay? Yeah. No, I'm just – And not not what Juju did to the the Bengals – Field, I, I still kind of. Oh, I'm not worried about that. He paid for that during the game. Yeah, he did. I know, but like he deserved. It. I mean, he it was yeah, coming. Of course. But uh, anyway, I I just the 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 contract deal with him actually makes a little more sense. We actually all thought it was a one year, ten million dollar contract, like period. But it's actually a one million dollar, three million dollar one year contract that can go up to ten million dollars. So right. It, Kind of, you know, clauses like he plays the whole year, so-and-so, or a percentage of snaps, then it'll raise up to a certain amount. It's just yeah. it's like a little extra bonuses and whatnot. So, I mean, it has the potential of going to $10 million. But right. uh, he's, he's a humor bust kind of pickup. I mean, he did have a good year, I, his first year with Antonio Brown, but, like, He's been the only good receiver. No, I say he's been like number one for them for the past two or three years. So yeah, he hasn't really so much pressure. And he, and he didn't even play a lot last year. So, I mean, who knows? He may do. In well. all honesty, Juju wasn't the number one player or number one receiver last season. It was Deontay Johnson. And, the, and Deontay had so many up and down moments that it was ridiculous, honestly. Yeah. Like and, the then, and then she had some down moments. Yeah, it just uh, you just you kind of feel sorry for him almost. Yeah, just well, oh. it's just one of those things. But um, that's not the only thing Kansas City's done. They've let a lot of players walk. Yeah, like uh, Tyran's still a free agent. I don't know if he's going to take a pay cut to come back. I doubt it. Well, he could. He could because he's still so. wrong. I've heard a lot, so I mean, he could come back. So I hope just so. Just then keep that in mind or keep note of that, I guess. Yeah. And Derek Naughty's gone. There was another safety that oh, they no, also not Derek Naughty. Jerron Reed. That's who it was. Jerron Reed. Yes, Jerron Reed. He went to the Packers as well, which I. <sighs> Why? I don't know. You're going to a rebuilding team. Of course, Chiefs probably couldn't bring him back, so I get that. They they can draft a defensive tackle like a big yeah. boy. We got sports. Frank Clark. I like him. Don't get me wrong. I like him, and I think he can come up and play off games pretty big, but, like, he's not consistent, like, honestly. Yeah. I, just his contract, I do not like it for an inconsistent player, like – I get you work your butt off to get to there, but, like, you just – in the NFL, consistency is everything. I know. Like, if you're consistent, then the team will know what you're – basically where you're at so they can know they they can rely on you for 
so much, maybe you'll exceed it. I don't know. You have a chance to, but, like, they know they can rely on you for so-and-so. You know, like, receiving, rushing, whatever it is. I mean, just – and that's why a lot of teams look for consistency through free agency signs or whatever. And people willing to take pay cuts or whatnot. I mean, just – I don't know. I don't know. All and right. then, of course, you have Dirty Dan. Dan Sorensen as a saint. Sucks, but it it was one of those things that was going to happen. Yeah. It, it would have. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> it it does, though, honestly. And then we lost pretty much every other from McColl. We lost um, DeMarcus. DeMarcus Robinson went to the Raiders. Yep, and then we uh, had uh, Byron Pringle go somewhere. He went to the Bears, I think. I think you're right. And yeah, but well, we uh, we've already said Tyreek, but who else was it? There, similar somebody else. Uh, let's see. Demarcus is gone. Tyreek's gone, and uh, Byron is gone. I think that's it. Okay. On the bright side, we did pick up some underrated players. People people were panicking about our wide receiver core and how it was just like, no, we're done. We can't do this. Our receivers are depleted. And then, you know, Kansas City came out and they were just like, you know what? We're going to pay some very low – we're going to pay some low money for three good receivers because, in all honesty, think about – think back – Demarcus Robinson and Byron Pringle, do were they top tier receivers in the NFL? Were they like bordering on top ten? Like Tyreek, yeah, he was. He was like top three, maybe even top number one. But think back, Demarcus Robinson and Byron Pringle, were they ever good enough to be considered starters? Byron, honestly, I thought he was kind of breaking out last year at the end and kind of showing what he could do. DeMarcus, he showed that he could be a consistent starter about, I want to say, two years ago when Tyreek went down with an injury. And he had right. a step performing. And he showed up against Jacksonville, but that was Jacksonville, honestly. You could just give him credit. But, and, um, or, I mean, I mean, I mean, just, I mean, just saying, like, Jacksonville. Right. And, 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 I mean, he showed that he could be consistent throughout the year. But the receiving core kind of stepped down since they lost Sammy Watkins <laughs> to the Ravens. And that was like two or three years. No, it was last season. Yeah, it was last two, season. The last season, yeah. And they haven't really had number two. McColl was a really good three, I felt like. Yeah. Maybe he could be a two now. But he's not a one. He's he's, ta- he's going to have to take the number one. He's going to have to take number one now. Yeah, definitely, because yeah. there's no one else. I mean, Juju, he's definitely not a one. Josh yeah. Gordon plays. If they Josh give him, Gordon, yeah. I I see him at like a two or three. Two B, three A, somewhere. You know, you know, yeah. kind of thriving off everyone else's. I hope stardom more. Holes number one. MVS is number two, and Josh Gordon's number three because we are going to have such well, fast listen, receivers. You know they're going to put Juju at like two or three. They're not going to let him. Juju can go rot on the bench. I'm sorry, I don't like him. 
Listen, I didn't want him to get signed here, but hey, the yeah. Chiefs want him for some reason. I guess because he or whatnot. Like, he has mm. They said that Andy Reid liked him, and if Andy Reid likes you, he's got a good plan for you. So hey, he's six foot four and he's really fast. So I mean, that's all you got to know. Fair enough. That's that's awesome because we have not had a big receiver since. Like, I mean, like not saying tight end, like a big like, bodied receiver, a big body. Since, I don't think we ever have. I was gonna say I, I was like since wait who <laughs> exactly? Like, oh, I can't even you, think of one. You remember Kelvin Benjamin? Or wait, was that his name? No, Kelvin. He was that player that he was a receiver for the Panthers for a while, and then he went. To oh the yeah. Group. He signed with us for like a year or so, I think. A yeah, while he back. wasn't any good. He wasn't any good, but like he was a big body receiver. Like he's yeah. the last one I can think of. Yeah, oh. but nah, I he's the only one I can. He's the only one, and he wasn't that good. So yeah, I'm just gonna say we haven't. Okay, fair enough. But and then we got Corey Coleman, who hasn't touched. Uh, where where did? Where did we get him from? I'm trying to remember. He was a first-round draft pick for the New York Giants back in, like, 2015. And, yeah, 2014, 2015, somewhere in there. Um, He hasn't played an NFL game since 2018. Really? So I don't know why we signed him. (laughs) Wait. Are you serious? Yeah, it says Coleman last appeared in an NFL game with the Giants in 2018. He hasn't been on a team since. I thought he was with the Browns in like oh eight. I don't, I don't I think thought... Corey Coleman was with the Browns at all. Really? I think he's always been New York. I think he's always been a Giant. Let me look this up. I'm I'm just intrigued by this because for some reason I thought he was a Brown at some point. Maybe he was, but I don't think so. Well, the, yeah, he's just gonna be uh, back there for like. I guess bench basically. I don't know. That is weird. Yeah, you're right. Hold on. He was drafted. Wait, Corey Coleman. Yeah, from Baylor. Oh, he was was drafted by the Browns in 2016. Okay, so he was a first round pick for the Browns. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's draft pick. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. What a Baylor. Five eleven. 185. He's he's decently speedy, it seems. So, okay. Yeah, he's only had five receiving touchdowns ever. He's played three seasons, two with the Cleveland Browns and one with the Giants. Oh, wow. Yeah, he hasn't been in an NFL game since then. So, maybe he's been sitting on the bench. I don't know. That is weird. Like, his his career NFL stats suck. I'll tell you that. Totaled over his tenure with four different teams up until Kansas City, he's recorded 61 receptions for 789 receiving yards and five touchdowns. Huh. For a first-round oh. pick, that's kind of – that's bust-heavy. Okay. I think – then again – Yeah. 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 Go ahead. Uh, nah, it's fine. You go ahead. I didn't have anything. I think he was also with the Bills because 
They shows him in a picture in one of their uniforms. I think he's just been on the bench for the for who knows how long. I don't know, but yeah, that's weird. I don't know why they bench him. The dude won a Belitnikov Award at Baylor. Yeah, but that was he must be at least half decent. We give him a shot, I guess. I, I just I don't know. Like, oh, never mind. We're not giving him much of a shot. Uh-oh. According according to our uh, according to uh, ESPN's depth chart for Kansas City, he's like a he's like a third string, third string, really. Yeah. Yep. Josh Gordon and Cornell Powell are over him. I'd like to actually see Powell. I I thought he was pretty good with the Clemson Tigers coming out of college. Yeah, he's kind of body too. I'd kind of like to see him play a little. Yeah. Well, it looks like – so our starting three, according to uh, ESPN, is uh, Juju, number one, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, number two, and McCole Hardman, number three. Hmm. And then Josh Gordon is right behind McCole. So, also, we need to address other, if you say, kind of reports – of potential wide receivers for the Chiefs. Ooh. Oh, in our linebacking court. Rumors. That's better, too. I forgot. Oh, uh, the Jermaine Carter sign? Yes. That is underrated. Hmm. Because our second – because our our, uh, offense – or our linebacking court just got so much better. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Our secondary sucks, but uh, hey. our linebacking core is pretty dang good. Yeah, I think I think it'd be pretty good. So back to uh, back to the so-called rumors now. Yes, there's talks between Kansas City and the Seattle Seahawks over their two star-studded wide receivers. Oh yeah, and I think if there was a shot of getting any one of them. I have a feeling Tyler Lockett would probably be more likely because of his age. He is younger, but he would be demanding a contract pretty soon. Probably something more than Tyree Kill or anyone else was at. Granted, the uh, salary cap like limit or whatnot will be raised next year. So you know, kind of cap hit right. or whatever ceiling. So for more, I guess I don't know, but. I'd love to see DK here, like, you know, the big body wide receiver that's fast. Yeah. That Patrick would love throwing it to, like, because everybody that Patrick's thrown to, like, been one of those guys who catches those good catch, contested catches that he knew he could throw it to was Travis. I show up every once in a while, but he became less consistent. And, I mean, Tyree, give him credit. He's good, but he was – he okay, two years ago when they had Sammy Watkins, you saw flashes of Tyreek being special for yeah. five Like I mean, going up and getting hard contested catches, being a baller basically. But now this year he's kind of more utilized. Go up five yards, cut out, get a quick pass. Go up right. maybe. Five, ten yards extra, whatever. 
go up, slant in, just like just basic, basic throws. That I mean, Tyreek could take to the house easily, but there wasn't anything like uh, DK Metcalf would bring, which would be a go route. We're gonna throw it up to you like Randy, you know, good. Cause, oh, I'm just saying, DK, that would be interesting to. If we get DK Metcalf, I will be happy because, I, and I feel like DK would kill for the opportunity to play with a quarterback of uh, Mahomes' caliber. Yeah, yeah, so, you think so? You would think so, but he did make a comment or something about the door being open. Some guy had tweeted out or something, I think, or a reporter or insider said, "Shut the door, it gets cold at night" or something, and he was making a joke out of it, but. Everyone's saying, was he saying that he doesn't want to go to Kansas City? Does he not want to be traded somewhere or whatnot? No one really knows, but I think he was just making a joke. Honestly, Probably. I do not want to play with Patrick Mahomes, though, honestly. I know. That's I like, like a wide receiver's dream right now. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's – a, like Patrick wouldn't have to think twice about rolling out when someone's not protected because DK, like he's going to go and get it like – He's got that ability. Like he's just yeah. Just, and if we play, and if we play uh, DK, then we got Juju, uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling, McCole Hardman, and DK Metcalf. Yeah. So, and then we've got Josh Gordon on the bench, and we've got um, Cornell Powell and some other players. So, yeah. I mean, We've got good options if we take DK. Same thing with Tyler. I feel like he'll be a uh, second string bench, but um, right behind, well, actually probably in front of, uh, oh, crap, right in front of uh, Josh Gordon and Cornell Powell. But I still think he'd be a good addition. He's quick. He's reliable. Yeah. So. I think be a good addition too because he brings that you talking about Tyler Lockett he, he would yeah. bring veteran presence that no other or that DK couldn't bring necessarily and and he would he would be the best fit to replace Tyreek I mean honestly if you think about it because he yeah he's a return man himself and I mean he he brings that speed and McCole he's just I feel like McCole's not ready I mean he could be yeah, but I feel like he's not ready. And I mean, that's what worries me about McCole Hardman. He shows so many flashes, and then all yeah. of a sudden he he just starts declining just the slightest bit. Not enough to worry anyone, but enough to just start people questioning. Like, is this guy really gonna replace Tyree Kill? Yeah, and that's kind of how Juju was thought of when Antonio Brown left. I mean, that's well, kind of we all knew. It's yeah, you know, hard to replace someone like Antonio Brown. Tyreek, yeah, as, <laughs> as the years have gone on right now, yeah. receivers have gotten so much faster nowadays. Well, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to replace Tyreek Hill, though, too. You think about it, because, like, who else would have taken that play to the house that won them the game with 13 seconds left against the Bills? Or, well, well, I, well I say tied it up. Yeah, I know it's touchdown you're talking about. But, yeah, there's not many players. I mean, if you could argue that if John Ross was healthy at any time, he probably could have done it. 
Yeah. But, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like receivers well, are getting so fast, and a lot of them have really, really good hands, and a lot of them are bigger than Tyreek. Yeah. So true. Just... And... Oh, man. Yeah, it's it's going to be different. It really is. Because besides, besides being bigger and faster, Tyreek had a chemistry with Patrick. When Patrick rolled right or left, Tyreek knew he was not going to throw it left or right, whichever way he rolled out. He was actually going to throw it all, all the way across the field to Tyreek when Tyreek cut off his original route and went the opposite direction, knowing that right. Patrick was thinking the same thing. Like, yeah, he's going to be there because that's my, my that's my that's my guy. You know, he he knows what I'm thinking, so they're just going to connect on that. And I mean, who's going to cover? Like, okay. If the quarterback's rolling out left, you think that obviously he's going to throw left because that's closer distance. It's really hard to throw cross body on the other side of the field. Patrick makes it look easy on a regular basis. Right. And you think, oh, yeah, we're just going to cluster this side of the field because that's normally where everybody's going to be. Well, then Tyreek sprints all the way across the field, which normally was just him. Because he had, like I said, he had a chemistry with Patrick. Patrick just threw all the way across. I mean, nearly to a wide open Tyreek. It felt like every time. I mean, Tyreek was just so quick. He had that separation that just was unnatural almost. <laughs> just, just his little shiftiness, you know. It was right. almost uh, un, uncomparable or, or unmatchable. Sorry, that's what I was trying to think of. Yes. Yeah. I I think we're going to miss him in some ways next year, but golly, to, to improve our team any or to just have a shot of being very legitimately not worrisome on offense next year, we have to either get a good running back or we have to get a good receiver. That's just going to be – I'm playing honest with you. We're going to have – what we have right now, we're good. But, like, in the division that we're in, no. No, yeah. we're – there's ain't no way we're competing with a Devontae Adams on one side and then then Mike Williams and Keenan Allen on the other. And then, I mean, you make the argument, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton. Tim Patrick. Denver. Well, Tim Patrick, too. I mean. Yeah, I, like, I like, think we'll be competitive, definitely. It, yeah. There's not a year where we haven't been since yeah. Mahomes has taken the reins. But the thing is, like, I, I understand where you're coming from. It's going to be difficult now. It's going to be very difficult. But the yeah. thing is, what what worries me is not the offense. Because we still have Kelsey. We still have Clyde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Derek Gore's a uh, backup pounding back. And mm-hmm. we've got Juju, Marquez. We've got McColl um, and even Josh Gordon and Cornell Powell. Um, so I'm not worried about our offense. What was worrying me is the fact that we've lost. Like, our secondary was tragic this last season but the problem is we lost so much yeah yeah like we lost tyren he's not coming back i don't think and i doubt he does yeah, I dan sorensen has gone to the saints Traverius ward dipped out for the 49ers yeah you got um i think that's it pretty much oh no yeah. mike hughes left yeah mike hughes left he went to where did he go uh Giants? No. no he won't. NFC. That's all I know. 
NFC. I've seen it. I was like, why would he go there? And then I, I forgot kind of. It was. Yeah, it was an NFC North team. It wasn't team, though, I don't think. Well, I don't think it was the North. It could have been, but I don't think. I no. thought it was NFC. I know it's NFC. Panthers? Uh, I'm checking. I'm checking right now. It may have been North, though. I think you might have been right. That's not North. It's not north. Not north. I'm looking, 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 looking. It looks like he went to. Okay, that's weird. I'm trying to figure out where he went to. I'm not seeing him on any of these. Oh, it was the Lions. It was a lot. Did I just skim over that? I just. I yeah, just, I did. Wow. So it was the North. It was the North. I was like, it wasn't the Vikings because that's where we got them from. It right. wasn't the Bears. It wasn't the Packers. I knew that. I was like, yeah. The yeah. only cornerback that the Green Bay Packers <laughs> picked up was Rasul Douglas. So. Anyway, gosh. Yeah, I just. But hey, there. Oh, we got. Oh, man. Yeah, our secondary now consists of Rashawn Fenton, Legarius Sneed, DeAndre Baker, um, Justin Reed, and Juan Thornhill. That's all I we mean, got. That's all right. I mean, Legarius, I think he could be really good if we had a like solid number one. Yeah. And Fenton, he's been all right. But, yeah, that's not going to cut it. I mean, Baker, at the beginning of the year, he got roasted a lot by the Chargers receiving yeah. goal. Lost us the game, really. And I, I have heard that there have been talks that the Chiefs really are interested in Stephon Gilmore, which that would help a lot. Yeah, got- and he is not that big of a cap hit because he's older. We could probably get him for a discount. Yeah, and I, I think I've also heard people talking about Patrick Peterson as well maybe coming – but I don't know. I wouldn't take Peterson. I, I I don't know. I mean, if we got him, I'd like. Yeah, I I'd enjoy Patrick Peterson, but the thing is, like, when you compare him and Stephon Gilmore, it seems like Patrick Peterson didn't age as gracefully as Stephon. Yeah, you yeah. Because he declined much sooner than Stephon Gilmore. Because you saw Gilmore even in Buffalo or in his early years, and then he moved to New England and doubled his production. Even up whenever he was traded, I mean, he was still, like, he was coming off a Defensive Player of the Year award. Yeah. I mean, it was one of those things. You know, Stefan would be ideal. I would love to have Stefan Gilmore. Yeah. Patrick Peterson, I wouldn't mind having him. It's just I'm more partial to a cornerback that I know is going to develop or uh, play at a consistent level. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what you want, especially at cornerback positions, consistency. And uh, I think I think he'd be good because he's kind of a bigger corner too. So, yeah, I I think he would fit the scheme, and I think he'd fit that defense perfectly if we got him. And we have 
cap space now too with Tyree gone. So that would that would help yeah, out. Plenty of cap space now. Yeah, and also, also another need that that needs to be addressed. I think then corner, and it has really been kind of their Achilles heel as well. Linebacker. Uh, the past year, and I just mentioned this earlier, and Frank Clark, yes, some of the blame has to go on him for inconsistency, but Chris Jones is the interior, and you yeah. only got Frank Clark on the other side. I mean, who else? Like, I mean, Mike Dana, he did do all right for part, part of the year, but, like, and Melvin Ingram, give him credit. He he was a good feeling. Like, he was exactly what that defense needed. Sadly, he's not if, coming back as far as I know. Or at if, least we haven't re-signed him. If we could get somebody maybe in the draft to replace him, like a first-round pick. like a, Oh, yeah, edge rusher? We could get that really easy. Like, that would be one, that would be one cool um, edge rusher that people have been projecting to go 29th or 30th overall to the Chiefs is actually, um, I think it's George Karloftis out of Purdue. Yeah, yeah. That'd actually be ideal. If he drops that far, I'd say we pounce. Yeah, oh, yeah, I totally agree. I like, totally agree. He, I he don't just, think he's going to drop out of the the first well, 15 or the top 16. You you see how many edge rushers are in his class. I mean, you got – Yeah, but just, he's like the fourth ranked, and I feel like a lot of people are going to go edge rusher. Well, so I feel like yeah, he's going to be gone way before be, we ever get there. There could be some teams that'll shock you too, because like, I think Falcons really need an edge rusher. Like they they need one desperately bad. They've needed one since they got rid of Vic Beasley, but they needed one even when they had Vic Beasley. But I'll say this: Atlanta has so many problems, but I don't think edge rusher is as big of one as receiver. Just became. Ooh, no. Receivers big. Don't get me wrong. I they have like two receivers. Receivers. The biggest, in my opinion, because you just lost Russell Gage. Yes. You've got um, Calvin Ridley suspended, so you've got no one. Yeah. No. No. I totally agree. Receiver is big. Big need, but they edge rush is terrible, and they just got rid of Ballard. I mean, their edge rush has been really, honestly. You you're gonna have to get someone good, and and I actually heard the other day that uh they have yes eight million in cap space right now, but next year they're projected to have around a hundred million dollars in cap space. So I'm not that, surprised. You you that, realize why they have so just, little cap space right now, right? Anyway. Yeah, you remember you remember why they have so much so little cap space right now, don't you? Yeah, it's because they well one like I said they cut Dante Fowler and he he went against the cap hit as well, and they just traded Matt Ryan, which was forty million in dead cap hit. Exactly. They could spend, but it's just being wasted away because of the contract or whatnot and. I thought the players could void that if they wanted to, but apparently, I guess they can or whatnot. I thought the 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 team, the Colts would take it on or something, but I if if the players can or the agent negotiated or whatnot, but I I don't know. It's it's a weird deal. Oh, excuse yeah. me. but anyway, oh my goodness. Well, 
I'm trying to think what else we can talk about. <laughs> well, uh, Chiefs, they better do something. They better not sit on their hands is all I got to say. I mean, they did get MVS, but they need to do more. They need to yeah. do more. If they want to keep being contenders in their division. That's right. Mm-hmm. They've got to do so much more to help Mahomes. they got to do so much more to give him support on the defensive side, too. Because yeah. that's our biggest weak spot right now. It was yeah. a it was a bad weakness before in the secondary last couple of years, but now it's gotten to the point where it's like it needs to be addressed or else we're we're not going to be playoff contenders. Yeah, I'll say it. Like the offense is okay, but it's not near as good as it's been the past few years, and that'll kill you. Yeah, you don't yeah. Because oh, if they don't perform at their top level, and even if they do, and our secondary is non-existent, we're gonna get blown out. Yeah, yeah, and and listen, you look like you're saying about the offense. Yeah, it has been kind of inconsistent, and you got to add pieces to that because the Chargers they're loading up. Yeah, like you ain't got nobody getting open. Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa are going to eat you up all day. And then and you got J.C. Jackson and uh, you got James ball hawking. James back there ball hawking exactly. That's my point. And Asante Samuel Jr. and Asante Samuel, who's I think will be growing into a very good. One day. He's gonna turn into his dad. I mean, you 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 gotta get production somewhere in that receiving court. And I'm if you don't do nothing, then you're gonna pay for it. That's all I gotta say. And, and I don't think gonna do nothing. I really don't. Andy yeah, reached. Won't. And anyway, ranting again, guys. Can't really. Yeah. Well. I'm trying to think of what else we could talk about. <laughs> I don't know. I think we've run our well dry. <sighs> oh, for tonight, and you're yawning, so I assume you're probably tired. Yeah, I made a little bit. Yeah, I am too. It's well, fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's Friday night, though. On spring break. Who cares? Yeah. Well, your spring break is ending. Knew it. Oh yeah, it it is. Yours is already ended. Mine's kind of just about about there. About yep. There. Or is it beginning? What? Uh, nothing. <laughs> oh okay. Oh my goodness. Anyway, go ahead, Eric. Sorry. I was gonna say. Well, I think we've run our well dry tonight, so I guess we'll. Uh, uh, I guess we'll wrap this up. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Well, thank you guys again for listening. I know we kind of uh, go off on a lot of tangents, but try and circle back to exactly where we were talking about. And if we don't get exactly where we were talking about, at least we get close. So yeah, we get in the general area. We'll just yeah. (laughs) So I guess this this will end it. So Jeremiah, is there anything you want to say? No, just don't forget to keep God number one, guys. Thanks for listening. Smart moves. Peace out. We'll see you in the next one. What's up, guys? It's Triple Threat back at it with you, and I'm Jeremiah. Yeah. I'm going (laughs) with my cousin. Woo! Hey, they know who we are. You know it, bro. (laughs) I hope. I hope they know who they are, who we are. Yes, sir. Well, 
it's been it's been crazy. Let's just say that. And we're kind of on the back end of that crazy that's been happening in the NFL. And uh, I've I've laughed, I've uh, I've cried, I've uh, thrown my phone against a wall a couple times. Uh, I'm surprised it still yeah. works. I totally agree with that. I have as well. It has been some stupid trades, free agency signings, anything you can imagine, and cuts in the NFL world the past week. No, the past three days has been insane. Absolutely insane. Just could what, what do we need to start this episode out on, Eric? What news? There's no tell. There's been way too much. How about we started out on one of the biggest mistakes of oh, one of the biggest mistake trades of this offseason? Okay. In fact, the biggest, I will say. And people are going to get ticked off at me for saying this. But I'm going to voice my opinion. Okay. Cleveland? <laughs> okay, hey. I will... I will just go ahead. Just go ahead and say it. Sorry. Okay. Cleveland. Cleveland. I'm sorry that your front office just gave away the next three years and maybe even the next 10 years of your existence for a quarterback that hasn't touched the football since 2019. Hey. I will apologize to all the fans. That, and I don't care. If people are just like, well, I'm sure he's been practicing during the offseason. That's different. The dude I, hasn't been in the pocket. He hasn't been under center in over two seasons. And it's not I, his fault. But I, you go. Sorry. Yeah. So that's whatever you said, Cleveland. My mind went to a meme. OK, now this this should be one because I think it's just too hilarious because of the situation. Imagine this. You got LeBron holding a Lombardi trophy saying, Cleveland, this is for you, and it says Houston in five years. <laughs> That's about right. Because all the draft picks I got from. <laughs> no. Good that would be no, I'm sorry. That's just that just when you said that, I thought of LeBron's quote. Cleveland, yeah. this is for you. I'm sorry. This is it's too hilarious, so honestly. It was, it really, it's pretty funny. It is just honestly too hilarious. I'm sorry. I know. I like Deshaun Watson as a player and a guy. But (laughs) a a quarterback that hasn't touched the football in over two seasons. He hasn't seen the field in two seasons because of court dates and everything, which he can't control, I get. But he hasn't seen the field in two seasons. And you give up three firsts, two seconds. And a fourth, yeah, and yeah. Change six. They thought they knew what they're doing. I'm just, uh, I'm saying. I mean, they. The time it's, it's, it's to be determined if yeah. they do know what they're doing. But I don't and know. I mean, I will say, I know Cleveland. You, you're unhappy with Baker Mayfield's production. I get that. I am too. Trust me. I kind of liked him coming out of Oklahoma, but the problem is. You yeah. just overpaid way too much. Oh, like we that... were talking about how the Broncos just overpaid for an aging, injury-prone Russell Wilson. You just overpaid for a quarterback that hasn't seen the field in two years. Listen, imagine this: 
he was probably going to pick the Falcons over the Browns if the Browns didn't say we're going to fully guarantee it because he was already recruiting reportedly Jarvis Landry and Leonard Fournette over the Falcons if he were to get traded there, which looked like it was ev- well, like it was eventually going to happen. How 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 the heck are they going? Is he going to recruit these players that are free agents? pay cut for their teams, and now he's trying to recruit them back to the team that fully guaranteed him $230 million over yeah. five years. How is he going to recruit them back if Cleveland's pockets are dry because they just brought in a bum? And I don't well, want to call Deshaun a bum. I don't, no, but he is right he, now. Right right now, he is considered that. But, heck, if you just said that, like, what, after his – his final year where they went four and 12, I think like, well, his final year that he played, I mean, everybody would have thought you're crazy. Cause he just threw for 4,500 yards and over 25 passing touchdowns and over five rushed for over 500 yards for a four and 12 team. Yeah. He was the first quarterback in NFL history to do that. Right. That, that is insane because that should not happen ever. Like right, ever. Exactly. And I because... wouldn't have called it I never would have called Deshaun a bum at that point. But right but now He has not, he has not played like you said in forever. Yeah. Like it, it's felt like forever anyway. And well a year or two, I, I guess a year and a half maybe. Like Basically two years because next year he'll be two years out of the league. So I don't know. It's tough to gauge a player when they yep. haven't been on the field to produce. Like Le'Veon Bell, when he would, when he became a free agent because he wouldn't sign his tender with the uh, Steelers. Yep. Oh wait, when he yep. set out and then he signed with the Jets, which I thought was a huge mistake because why would you sign with the it's Jets? New, it's New York. Why? It, it, it's a big. It's a big free market, or I say free market, but it's a big market for players, you know. Well, the biggest problem is, and people seem to forget this, and I always do too whenever I'm just like, why would you go there? It's New York. I always forget. It's it's either Jacksonville or New York because they have the deepest pocketbooks because they're paying their players so little because they've got mostly rookies and – um, undrafted free agents who will take a pay cut, like a very generous pay cut. Yeah. So, you know, it's – I feel like the league at this point is going back to the 30s and 40s, the time yeah. whenever, you know, players did – we didn't have a draft. The players just came out of college, and the best ones went to the teams with the biggest pocketbook. You know, they went to the teams that would offer them the most money per year. And and why would you blame them, honestly? Because if you, it's your livelihood to make money from this kind of like if you're doing any other job, whether how much that is, and you're kind of putting your body on the line too. So I mean, yeah, I, it's not. I'm not saying they don't deserve it. I'm just saying, yeah. you know, it's becoming the wild west all over again. It's, yeah, no, it's going no, back I, to the thirties. I totally, I totally agree with what you're saying. Yeah, it is, it is, honestly. Like I, and, I'm not, I'm fine with that. The NFL is a game, but it's also a business. I get that. Yeah. But 
at some point you've just got to look at it and just be like, why? Yeah. Yeah. And and back to my point about Le'Veon Bell sitting out and him him signing with the Jets. He hadn't played in over a year, right? Yeah. Tons of money because he didn't want to play on a franchise tag. Uh-huh. And when he came out with the Jets, honestly, I thought he looked terrible. I mean, I thought he was bottom five in the NFL running back. Like, before, you thought, obviously, he was top ten, maybe future ballot Hall of Famer if he kept it up because he just – he had that that kind of look of potential, you know. Right. And I, he hadn't shown enough yet to be a Hall of Famer. I'm just saying he, he kind of gave those – like, he was going in that direction. Yes, yes. And now he doesn't look like it at all. Like, I mean, he's kind of just scraping off the bottom pan of any NFL team as, as he can, just trying to get by, you know. Yeah. And, and back, NFL running backs these days are not built like they were 20 years ago. Like Emmett Smith, Walter Payton, Jim Brown, so on and so forth. And those oh, guys way longer than 20 years ago, bud. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the, the, I get it. Like 30, like, 40 years ago, they aren't built like they were back in the 80s and 90s. You got your Barry Sanders, your Walter Payton. It was the most recent yeah. Cowboy, or I mean running back for that example is basically what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, they like like Emmitt Smith, he, he went what? Ten or more seasons, I think, and he broke the all-time rushing record at the time, and he yeah. was just a consistent back. And I mean, until like his final year or so at Arizona, and I mean, like everybody has a down year here and there, especially at the back end of your career, because you know it's about time to hang up the cleats, because you kind of hit your your uh, what is that your uh, your high point in your career and you're just kind of like it's over kind of at this point. But there's no going back up. It's kind of going down. And anyways, it's just now backs are kind of, I would say they last about half as long almost. And it's – it's because I don't I don't know what it is really. I mean, back then there was a different toughness mentality too. It was go through it and that's it. That's the only option basically. Yeah. Uh, what's the Nike logo? Uh, just do it. That's basically what their motto was. Yeah. Anyway, um, that, that yeah. it it it's just shown that whenever running backs get paid big money and like any kind of free agent, like they they're kind of just injury prone and whatnot. I mean, like they kind of don't they don't live up to their contracts basically, and so running backs are kind of interchangeable now in the NFL. But uh, anyway, back back to what we were saying about Baker Mayfield, Bill. What? Wait, what were we saying about that? I'm trying to remember. Um, well, I was – I really just briefly mentioned Baker because, like, I get why they got Deshaun. I understand. It's basically, like, how – it's basically – Browns fans were kind of acting how Colts fans acted the year after Andrew Luck retired whenever yeah. they had to deal with Jacoby Brissett. You know, they were just like, where the, where the heck is our good quarterback? You know? Yeah. 
how can we go get him back? You know, but here's the here's what I want to kind of compare it to. So, you know, we all know Andrew Luck retired at the end of 2018, and then you know Colts had to deal with Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, and their team kind of going off the dang cliff. Um, but I mean, look at it now. People were saying he was coming back this last season. You know, people said there were rumors that Andrew Luck might, you know, unretire. He may, he hung up the cleats, but he might take him down for a couple more years and come back and play because he's healthy now. But yeah, my question, put the Deshaun Watson situation and take, take that and switch it, switch quarterbacks. Put yeah. Andrew Luck in that situation. Make the Colts pay that much money. Do you think they would do that? Same situation. Do you think yeah. they would do that? Here he is. Here it is, 2021. The man tired in 2018. He's been out of the league for three years. And then all of a sudden he decides he wants to come back, but only for five years, $230, fully guaranteed. Do you think they would do that? I... Uh... That's a good point. That's a good point because no one's really know. No one really knows what kind of athletic condition. I guess you could say that uh, Andrew Luck is in right now. No one knows if he's been training this whole time. No one knows if he's just been in a father role. Which, yeah, I I assume he is because that's it probably the more likely. Like, I mean, he was wanting some downtime. You know to focus on more important things in which I respect that. That's, that's very respectable. Yeah. And, you know, if you look at it, it's the same situation. You know, if Andrew Luck came out of retirement next season and came back to the Colts and he was like, okay, I'm back. I'm ready to start putting in the work again. And we're going to make it to the playoffs. We're going to the Super Bowl, but you're going to have to pay me this contract. You're going to have to pay me three years. Yeah, million, fully guaranteed. That's what I want. Would they yeah. do that? I mean, that's the biggest question, and that's the question the Browns answered. And I feel like they answered it wrong. They yeah. said yes when that's one of those things where you just have to walk away at some point. I mean, I get, I yeah. get. You think you're a quarterback away, but you got to look around at your entire team. You lost your number one receiver. Jarvis yep. Landry's gone. I don't think they're ever going to get him back because they pay, they're paying Deshaun so much. Yeah. You know, you're losing players left and right to free agency, players that could probably help you in the long haul. I know Landry's like 29, but, you know, he's still got five good years left in him, I guess. But you're giving it up for a chance at – a quarter, a half decent, decent quarterback, but we don't know what his skill is right now. Yeah, it's just it's mind boggling, and it feels like. And the sad part is, and I hate to say this because I haven't said no one's really said this in like three years, but this is a very Cleveland thing to do. <laughs> it is, it is. Yeah, they've what? been good the past few years. No one said anything like that anymore. They haven't used that verb in a while, but I'll use it. It's a very Cleveland thing for them to do. Kind of like, kind of like the Colts picking up a veteran quarterback ever since uh, Andrew Luck retired. Kind of just, 
I almost say scraping off the bottom of the can, whatever's left, like who's ever in a trade, trade market yeah. or you know on the trade block. Sorry, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, but the difference, but the difference is Philip Rivers worked out. Uh, Carson Wentz. Oh, well, okay, okay. I shouldn't say that they didn't work out. I should just well, say yeah. you know, they're just they're they weren't the best. Okay, but they were. Right. They were better than like having Jacoby Brissett or so on and so forth, you know. Like there, it could have been worse. Basically, is what I'm saying. I mean, Carson Wentz, you can make an argument, but I mean, he didn't throw many picks, but when he did, they were a pivotal game-changing yeah. plays, and that's what really killed it for him. And Philip Rivers, he was all right, but like he wasn't a top. 15 quarterback he might have been top 20 maybe mm-hmm. don't know I mean I I you can make the argument for it but and uh I mean when Jacoby present after he was starting after Andrew Luck was gone I mean he wasn't a top 15 quarterback he was maybe top 20 maybe top 25 I mean when they I think they beat the Chiefs that year when he was starting I he did well enough to get them the win and I mean no not just crediting him because he was a good he 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 showed up for him in that game big time but they just they haven't had that kind of needed x factor if you will quarterback kind of you know you're you're I guess maybe what they could get and maybe Matt Ryan but Matt Ryan's kind of older you know kind of like somebody who in case you're down has veteran experience enough to get you a comeback win almost. You know, kind of someone you can rely upon not to screw it up for you. Yeah. Matt Ryan, he, I, I feel like he brings something that all the other Colts quarterbacks have had. Um, Phillip Rivers may be the closest comparison because I think Matt Ryan may be end up better than Phillip Rivers was. I think yeah. Matt Ryan end up being a top 15 quarterback at the end of the year, but – Cause, because in this Colts offense, if they get another receiver, I mean, whoever that is in free agency, he doesn't have to be super. He doesn't have to be spectacular. He just needs to be good enough where if they need him to win the game by maybe maybe just being decent enough where he doesn't make a ton of mistakes, but he also doesn't. You you know take chances downfield or whatnot. He doesn't have to because he's got Jonathan Taylor. I yeah. mean, then that's fine for him. And I mean, he's thirty seven years old, so he doesn't have all the comeback kid mentalities you know left in him. So I mean, well, I say mentality, but I mean juice back in him basically. And he, I I, I can't really say how he's gonna fare next year, but I think I have a feeling he's gonna be a little better than the past recent Andrew Luck replacements, if you will. Yeah, past few years. Matt Ryan. Yeah, I feel like he's gonna replace uh, Car- Carson Wentz because Matt Ryan oh, and Philip Rivers are pretty. You know, he they kind of have the same kind of play style. They're very much pocket centered quarterbacks. Yeah. Philip was a bit more um a bit more of a uh runner than Matt was, but yeah, than Matt is, but you know, they kind of have the same exact play style in their own like in they 
they have the same type of play style is what I'm saying. Um, yeah. So if it works out and I feel like, you know, Matt Ryan's not an incompetent quarterback. I mean, the dude's made a lot of smart decisions under, like, under center. Yeah. Which is why I think that was, that really warranted that trade. But, you know, do you think, are they going to be better than they were last year? Maybe. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll be as good as they were in 2019-2020 with, uh, well, not 2019-2020, 2020 to 2021 with uh, Phillip Rivers. They may be better. They may be better than that. They may be worse than last year. Yeah. It's just one of those things that you got to wait and see how it all turns out. Yeah, definitely. Well, <laughs> I got my rant off about the Deshaun Watson uh, thing. Uh, yeah. I just need to get that off my chest. It's been bugging me since it happened. <clears throat> A little bit tired. Well, um, there's some other kind of free agent signings off and on. Um, and we can talk about Kansas City, so like solely Kansas City in the second half of this episode. But um, the first half, I guess I'll just name off some like, uh, I wouldn't say crucial, but like decently big names signings to different teams. So <clears throat> I've got some lists pulled up here. Um, some notable ones. I'll start in the AFC East and go down the line. Uh, let's see. The Buffalo Bills signed Jamison Crowder to a one-year, four million dollar deal. Yeah, so that's pretty big. That is. I think he deserves it. Jamison Crowder. He doesn't give us get as much credit as he should. He yeah. was really good in New York. People just overlooked him because he was a Jet. Um. Oh, thank goodness. O.J. Howard is actually going someplace. Well, oh, wait, no. Unless they run a two tight end set with Dawson Knox on the other side. Hopefully they utilize O.J. Howard. He was never utilized well in Tampa Bay. Yeah. So there's that. Roger Saffold. He signed a one-year deal with uh, the Bills. Hmm. He was from the uh, – he was a Titan. Yeah, yeah, they cut him for salary cap issues. Right. I think I think the Bills have made a lot of underrated kind of signings, if you will, this year. Yeah. Free agency. I think they can definitely make a case for title contention next year. Yeah, such as um, one Vaughn Miller. Yeah, Vaughn Six Miller. Six years, $120 million. Yeah. $51 million in guarantees. So that's, that's not bad. Man. The only thing I will say is it looks like the Bills' secondary is the only thing that got worse. Looks like Levi Wallace left. Um, I think that's probably the biggest name that left. Uh, they still have Trey Day when he's healthy. They still have um, Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer whenever they're healthy too. So, yeah. But, I mean, Levi Wallace was a good cornerback. He was. Yeah. He's a big loss. Yeah. But, I mean, that's always something they can address in this year's draft. The secondary, you know, coming out of college is extremely talented. They can always address that in their first-round pick. Um, Then you got 
Shaq Lawson signing a two-year contract with them. And then it looks like that's about it for the uh, Bills. I'm going to go ahead and move on to Miami, where uh, Teddy Bridgewater signed a one-year deal. Yep, and that's all you need to know, folks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Miami Dolphins did. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Chase Edmonds signed a two-year deal with them. Eric, I thought we weren't going to say anything. No, I'm just going to Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I they, didn't realize uh, Chase Edmonds signed somewhere else. Wow. Yeah. I think they've actually got a legitimate starter in him. Yeah. Why do all the good Arizona running backs go to Miami? <laughs> yeah. First Kenyon. Oh, wait, no. He went to the Raiders. Never mind. Kenyon was a Dolphin, then he was a Cardinal, then he was a Raider. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I was going to start fake crying and just being like, why do all the good ones go first Kenyon? No, Chase. Uh, no. Uh, Raheem Mostert signed a one-year deal with them. Wow. That's, That's... pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, anybody, anybody else? get signed or maybe traded there? Yeah, we all know. Yeah, Alec Ingold. Very prominent fullback from the Raiders. Wow. He got signed there. Two-year deal. $7.5 million. Huh. Yeah. Oh, and and this other wide receiver, um, Tyreek. Tyreek? Tyreek Hill. Says he was a chief. Cheat. No, not a cheat. A chief. A chief? What? I know. It's weird. No chief. um, Yeah. I bet bet they called him the cheetah for some reason. I just, uh, I I can see him being called it. Anyway. I mean, Tyreek Tyreek sounds like a really fast first name, so I think you're on to something there. Anyways, oh my goodness. Yeah, that was probably like the worst trade for the Chiefs this year. And this decade, like, gosh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Practically a second. The Dolphins picked up Cedric Wilson, too. Yeah, they're pretty loaded on receivers. They have Devontae Parker. Uh, oh, sorry, I forgot. Um, oh my goodness, Jalen Waddle, thank you, Cedric Wilson. Now you just said Mike Gesicki and also Tyree Kill and Preston Williams resigned. I was pretty good. Mm. Devontae right. Parker, Devontae Parker is a legend. Really good next year, though. Really, yeah. Gesicki's back on the franchise tag, and they souped up their offensive line with two big pickups. Good Lord, they got Teron Armstead and Connor Williams. Teron Armstead, I think, was like the biggest pickup in free agency because they he they said he was like the number one player coming out, and he just he um he's he's someone they needed desperately at yeah. offensive line. And then you got because- Connor Williams from the. Cowboys. I mean, yeah, he, he was. Oof. Yeah, he took he was, a nice pay cut too. 
two years, fourteen million. That wasn't. Yeah, that's not a bad deal. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. And then Emmanuel Agua re-signed four years, sixty-five mil. Hey, hey, hey! That's nice. Moving on to uh, New England. We got James White re-signing for a two-year, five million. Uh, Trent Brown re-signing. Uh, Mac Wilson, which was a trade f- with Cleveland for Chase Winovich. Hey, guess who's back on the? <laughs> guess who's back on the Patriots? Oh no! Some dude that retired with the Cardinals? Question yeah, mark? it's Malcolm Butler. Why? Why would you go <laughs> I, don't, to the- I don't know. Why would Why you, don't go- you go ask him? Oh my goodness! Like. You got sat out in a Super Bowl for no reason by Bill Belichick, and then you left to the Titans, and then you went to the Cardinals and retired for. I I honestly for like don't, a year. I mean, I mean a year. I mean, there's reasons why you retired too. I respect that too, but yeah. I mean, I mean, they looked like a pretty good, legitimate contending team. And I mean, he was with them up to like preseason or something. I think he decided to retire. So. Yeah. I don't know. And deal. Devin McCourty resigned, took a little hometown discount. Yeah. Yeah. He's 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 a hometown boy though, so yeah. One year, nine mil, that's very low for him. I'm trying to hey, it's Bill Belichick way. I know. Bill Belichick way. Yeah. Then we got New York, the Jets. Let's see. They re-signed Joe Flacco and Mike White. Eh. Re-signed Mike. Kevin Coleman. Ooh, Braxton Berrios re-signed for two years. That's pretty cool. Oh, we got two tight. Oh, they got two tight ends. You got Tyler Conklin signing a free agent deal. Oh, and CJ Uzama. Hey, Uzama, Uzama is going to be a big pickup by the Jets because yeah. he'll be good oh. for Zach Wilson to go on key downs. I mean, Joe Burrow, that's what he utilized as well on key downs. Yeah. His man, C.J. Uzama. And Lincoln Tomlinson going from the Niners to the Jets. Wow. That's that's a big pickup, too. Pretty big. Help the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Oh, dang. Their secondary just got scary. I just looked at their free agent pickups in their secondary. Uh-oh. You got DJ Reed on a three-year, $33 million contract. Okay. You got LaMarcus Joyner getting re-signed to a one-year deal. Yeah, he's all right. I think he led them in tackles last year, but I'm not sure. Yeah. And then you have – holy crap. Think about this. Marcus May on one side, and on the other side you have Jordan Whitehead. Why did they get Jordan Whitehead? Um, wait, what? Did they get Jordan Whitehead? Yeah, they. Yeah, did. two wow. years, fourteen point five mil. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think Marcus May went to the Saints. Really? Yeah. I don't think. He, I don't think. Wait, hold on. A lot of people went to the Saints. Yeah. For the reason I don't know why. Why would you go to New Orleans? Hey. Oh, you're right. Wow, their secondary just upgraded. So, Sadly, they kind of lost my respect by re-signing James Winston, but 
Hey, is he better than Taysom Hill, though, at quarterback? Well, that's Taysom I mean, Hill quarterback, not any other position. I mean, yeah, but that's not saying much. I know. <laughs> so, I mean, like, listen, would you rather roll with Jameis Winston who has experience in the offense or run with a rookie next year, basically? And, I mean. I mean, I'd run with Ian Book personally. He showed some promise. I mean, it wasn't yeah. his fault that the entire <laughs> offensive line was injured. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, now that they don't got Teron Armstead anymore, I mean, yeah, that that blind side's kind of looking a little sketchy, I guess. But <laughs> no, besides that, their offensive line's pretty solid, though. Yeah, with a lot of rookie young young pieces up front in the guard and center, and Eric McCoy and I, I forgot who else it was, but uh, anyway, they yeah, it's nice they, to have. they do need to get a quarterback for the future, though. I mean. Sure, Ian Book Kenny could Pickett. have some fun, but <sighs> honestly, I could see Kenny Pickett going there. Honestly, Maybe. I could. Maybe. I could. Actually, you know who I could actually see going there? More Sam Howell? Better. Oh. Some Matt reason. Matt, Matt, yeah, yeah. I could see Matt Corral going there. Please don't say Malik Willis. No. No. Okay, good, because everyone's going to say Malik Willis. No, Malik Willis is either going to the Steelers or the Panthers. He better go in the second or third round to either team. If he goes in the first, I'm just going to uh, go smack the general manager of whatever team drafted oh, him himself. He's going in the first. I guarantee you he is. I'm going to go smack him. I mean, I'm sorry. I like Malik Willis. Don't get me wrong. It's just well, he's well, too much. <laughs> Everybody's saying that the Panthers need to get like Kenny Pickett or Malik Willis or whatever. Watch them go shock everybody and get Desmond Ritter. Oh yeah, Desmond Ritter is the most. I'll keep saying it. Desmond Ritter's the most uh, NFL ready quarterback in this draft. I'll keep saying it. It's true. He he has all the tools, honestly. Yeah, he and they're all and he showed it in Cincinnati. I mean, I, I, I would personally, to me, I wouldn't necessarily say as far goes far. As you is saying that he's NFL ready, I think he has a lot more potential. Yeah, maybe maybe more so than Malik because Malik's kind of a question mark. He still is kind of raw in a lot of his tools and skill sets, but I think he does have a lot more potential than Malik for the instance that he's taller and he he still has yet to to grow in progressions, I guess, and stuff and other things. Yeah, well, I think. If he was to sit behind a quarterback a year or so, I think he would be. I think he would be potentially better than any other quarterback in the whole draft class. Oh yeah, but I mean, be making the case looking back a year or two from now and saying, yeah, he he was surefire better than anyone else in that draft class. And I mean, Panthers may see that too. Maybe they don't. Maybe some team in the NFL sees it. We don't see it, and they might Washington. shock by picking them. What? What's the Falcons out of everyone pick Malik or Desmond Ritter eighth overall? Watch it happen. Watch they better. Happen. If they do, they need to take Desmond Ritter. Um, they. I like I'm saying. I don't. I'm not going to say he's fully NFL ready. What I will say is that he is probably the most NFL ready out of every quarterback we've seen in this draft. I'm going to say this, Eric. 
if the Falcons do not take anyone but Malik Willis or Desmond Ritter in the draft and maybe in the first round, like Kenny Pickett, if they take Kenny Pickett at eighth overall, I'm telling you right now, forget the Falcons. Yep. No longer a fan. I disown them. I don't care because Kenny Pickett, don't get me wrong, but, like, he's older. He's, like, 24, 25. He's ceiling, and his hand size is very small, so he has kind of fumbling problems. So, basically, what you're looking at is, like, his look would be Teddy Bridgewater, but he would play like Daniel Jones is what I'm afraid of, and I do not. One of Daniel Jones at Atlanta. That's true. I mean, technically, you kind of do. I mean, y'all did just pick up Marcus Mariota, so. Hey, no. <laughs> he's he's better because he got <laughs> on Kansas City in that divisional round. Like, oh, I mean, I, yeah. Listen, give my man respect. That was that was 2016-2017, dude. No, that wasn't 2016-2017, I don't think. Because that's what year he was drafted. I think that was like 2018 or 2019. No, he was drafted in 2015. Oh. Well, it wasn't the year after he was drafted. I don't know that. Okay, it was like 2017-2018. It was, it, was, it was Alex Smith's last year. I remember that. Yeah, it's been – it's it was like 2017 then. No. he left in 18. No, because no, Patrick – Patrick started in 18. Or 19. No, he started 18-19 season. Remember, and then 1920, they went to the Super Bowl. 18-19, he won uh, NFL MVP. So, 17-18. Yeah. Because okay. 18-19 was the uh, AFC Championship game where we lost to the Patriots because of uh, D Ford. Yeah. And that was that stupid oh. Super Bowl with the Rams. Oh, I can't stand that Super Bowl. That was the worst Super Bowl in oh. history. Yeah. Oh wow, that was terrible. But um, anyway, yeah, Mariota. Hey, I think that. he'll. I think he'll be all right. But like, they're not going to be competing next year for anything. Yeah. He's the NFC is so much worse this year than. I think in decades, honestly, because you got AFC, you have literally more than half that whole conference. I would say probably about 60%. No, no, okay, two-thirds of the whole conference, like two-thirds of like the teams in that conference have a chance of making the playoffs. That's just how right. deep loaded they are. And like the other teams, you have like the Jets – uh, just teams that are like, no, they're not gonna go anywhere. Like, I'm trying, I'm trying to think. Uh, like, like you know, you know, they're not gonna have yeah. a chance. With other teams, because like they, the Jets, um, the Bengals. Jets, I, well, the Bengals. No. Sorry, oh, I didn't mean the Bengals. I meant the Ravens. Yeah, or well, Ravens will be if. What What I'm saying is, is the the Jets are nowhere near where everyone else in the NFL is right now. Literally all of NFC went to AFC and just like, all right, let's build these super teams and let's just have fun. Like, yeah. it's going to be insane watching the AFC next year because, like, the AFC West is loaded. If, they, if 
if Deshaun Watson gets to play and he looks all right with the Browns next year, the AFC North will be loaded. Be, depending on the Steelers, Steelers will have a really good defense. Depending on their offense, yeah, their offense will be fine. I feel like um, Mitchell Trubisky well, will be okay. At, Baltimore's if, the team that I'm worried about. I'm sorry, Baltimore. I just don't. Tr- I don't trust Lamar. I never have. Hey. He's not. He's inaccurate. The only thing he has going for him that makes him yeah. different from any other running back is the fact that he can throw it. And even at that, and even at that point, people are running halfback options. Yeah, I mean, I mean Derrick hey, Henry can throw the football. Joe Mixon can throw it. We saw both of them do it. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I mean, it'll it'll depend on what just how he's run because he's basically going to be used as an RPO option or just an option quarterback. Yeah. And then you got their defense, which is pretty pretty solid. I mean, they got a young edge in Odaf Owa. Odafe uh, Owe. Yeah, Owe. Owe, that's right. And then uh, they got a really good secondary with, with mainly Marlon Humphrey and then big signing Marcus Williams from the Saints. Woo! Yeah, and, uh, that was a really good signing. That was. Had, uh, that was. I can't remember who else. Oh, and uh, sorry. The uh, wait, we talked about the Bengals, the Steelers, and the Browns, and the okay. But anyway, like I'm saying, the in AFC North will be pretty competitive next year as well. In the AFC East, literally everyone but the Jets will be competitive. The AFC yeah. South, South. Thank you. That's what I was trying to think of. The Texans. And the Jaguars will be the teams that will not be competing. But even the Jaguars have made so many moves that, like, they could be actually potentially competing. I don't know. They could be. They could at least get to 8-8, and eight and eight, but I think that's going to be their high point. Houston, on the other hand, yeah, they're Houston's surprising not. me because Davis Mills looks really good. He, he does look good. I think they said he had, like, the highest – Red zone QBR of any quarterback last season or something any like that. QB. Well, rookie QB or maybe it was any QB. I can't remember. It was like 128 or something, I think. I'm not no, surprised. I mean, that's not – That's uh, – I forgot what they call that. Anyway. Hey, we saw what happened with the last Stanford QB, so. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. I mean, he retired hey. in 2018, but hey. <laughs> That'd be Houston's just – I guess if you want to say luck there. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Davis Mills is a good fit for them where they are right now. Yeah, but... he, he's he's like uh, – he's their prototypical kind of quarterback there that they've been wanting for years, it seems. But, uh, anyway, yeah, they're not going to be competing next year. Colts and Titans, those are the only teams that are going to be competing. Literally, literally, you think about it, only three teams out of the AFC – are not going to be competing next year, and that's the Texans, Jaguars, and Jets. Yeah. That's, well, I those still are, think the Texans have a slight chance Well, some other teams. Depending on how they surround their QB through the draft and everything well, else. When it comes to their, their offseason, they did pretty dang good. Uh, they did all right, I guess. I mean, besides picks. I mean, I mean, like I'm saying, besides getting the pick from Deshaun, yeah, they did. Yeah, but they got like, they got Chris Conley, they got um, Justin right. Britt, AJ Can. Yeah, I they're not like big name signs. They're kind of just you know, yeah, good base players basically. Right. And 
And I think they could be decently, surprisingly, maybe a potentially six and ten or seven and nine team. But literally, you're looking at like the three worst teams in the AFC are all going to be probably like top five selecting in the draft next year. Like, honestly, if you wanted to bet on it, like that's probably what's going to happen, you know, because none of those are going to be able to compete with any of the other teams in the NFL. I mean, you got the Chiefs. You got the Raiders, which got Adams and uh, Chandler Jones. You got yeah. the Broncos, and you got the Chargers in the West. Uh, you got the Browns. I, well, if, if like I said, Deshaun pans out, you ain't going to beat them, really. If, yeah. if the Steelers become a little better on offense, where Najee is not the only thing that they're running through, then they'll be good because their defense is always good. And right. Then, Ingles, I mean, Joe Burrow, he is a top three quarterback when he's kept untouched. Uh, well, I say untouched, but, like, better protected than playing with, like, peewee offensive linemen. I'm just saying, like, that's just kind of the level he was playing with on his right side. And, I mean, yeah, it's just – it's so loaded everywhere that you – it's it's hard to just even think of them being able to compete. But – uh that there's there there could be shock in the next year. I, 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 it's it's very possible. The NFL like right. surprise as well. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, big name signings for different teams. It's insane. And yeah, so many like you said, AFC is stacked. <laughs> NFC just got depleted. It's it's a lopsided year. It's gonna be a yeah, lopsided it, it, year. It honestly is. I'm actually excited to see it. So, yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, <sighs> I guess we'll uh, go ahead and cut to commercial break, and then uh, come back and rant about Kansas City. Oh. <laughs> the fun part of the episode. <laughs> 